Welcome back to Real Presence Radio Live. You're listening to Father Randall Kiesel from the Church of St. Michael here in Pine Island. Very happy that you stayed with us here. We're in the last stretch here of our show this morning. We've got some great guests here, beginning with the Ryan family and uh, their ongoing conversion and the love of Christ and expressing that, and then the, the question time with Straight Talk, and then we just had Deacon Michael Churchill, a transitional deacon from the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, to be ordained to the priesthood. An exciting time uh, this time of year is as we pray and thank God for the gift of the priesthood and welcome more priests into the priesthood. So we want to continue to pray for Deacon, deacon Churchill and that God will bless him and the local Diocese of Winona, Rochester, for many, uh, with many graces. Uh, and the love of Christ. And our last guest here this morning is Jim Kavnar from Cross Catholic Outreach. Uh, Jim, are you with us? I am. Good morning, Father. All right. Good morning, and thank you for being on the uh, radio with us here this morning. And as we begin, can you tell us a bit about yourself? Well, I'm a lifelong Catholic. Uh, My dad was in the service. We lived all over the country. Uh, I ended up going to a Catholic grade school, a Jesuit high school, and Notre Dame for college. And uh, uh-huh. now I've been working, and I came out of Notre Dame with a degree in theology, although I went in there to study physics. <laughs> oh, wow. But halfway through school, God had other plans and uh, really touched my life and changed my direction when I made a cursio uh, uh, in South Bend, Indiana. And uh, after that retreat, uh, after talking to my spiritual director and others, I ended up deciding to somehow or another to uh, spend my life in some kind of direct work for the Lord. And so here I am today, working with Cross Catholic Outreach now for 21 years and uh, serving the poor. And prior to that, I spent 25 years in another ministry devoted to evangelization and spiritual renewal. So I like to say I spent the first 25 years of my uh, life after college working on the first commandment, love God with your whole heart, soul, and strength, and uh, the last 25 working on the second commandment, uh, love uh, your neighbor as yourself. Wow. Amen. (laughs) That's amazing. Uh, God gives those themes, and all of a sudden you find you're, you're living those themes. Uh, wow, that's awesome, though. And so you said now currently you're with Cross Catholic Outreach. Can you tell our listeners uh, about this ministry and, and what it is that Cross Catholic Outreach accomplishes in the Church? Sure. Well, we're a Catholic charity. Our mission is to transform uh, the poor and their communities materially and spiritually for the glory of Jesus Christ. And uh, we're, you know, officially approved by the Vatican, and uh, my direct report is to a cardinal in the Vatican now, although we keep in close touch with our local bishop in the Palm Beach Diocese. But when I say uh, our mission is to transform the poor materially and spiritually, that's sort of shorthand for the Church's vision of integral human development. Uh, It's a term that... uh, St. Paul VI uh, created, I guess, I, at least I don't, I'm not aware of it prior to that, in his 1974 encyclical, Apopolorum Progressio. And he said that uh, the Church needed to work for integral human development, which he defined as promoting the good of every person 
and of the whole person. And by the whole person, he meant not only material, but spiritual. And uh, it was in 2003 that I uh, came into contact uh, with the Vatican through Cardinal Cortez, who was at that time the president of Pontifical Council Corunum, which is the department that kind of oversees Catholic charity. And I began to hear this concept of integral human development. <laughs> and so in all the places that we work, we always, uh, you know, work with local Catholic dioceses, parishes, um, <clears throat> lay organizations, missionaries, etc., that are already there, already helping the poor, but lack resources. So rather than send Americans overseas to create new programs, we see our role as you know, mobilizing the Church in the U.S. to come to the aid of the Church of the Poor and to enable them to carry out this vision of integral human development. And so we, we look for, we have, uh, you know, last year about 300 uh, projects in 32 countries. And in all of them, we're working side-by-side side providing funds and material resources for the local church outreach to the poor. And we especially work at what we call community transformation, where we'll work with the diocese, you know, to take each community and work at addressing all the needs of the poor, water, sanitation, education, health, food, etc., but always on a spiritual foundation. And... Uh, and that's what we see is what God has really called the Church to, is bring about the transformation of the poor materially, but also spiritually. Mm-hmm. And so, with uh, your current service in the Cross-Catholic Outreach, where, where do you find your efforts focused, and what, what concrete areas, either in our country or in the world, are you giving your attention to? Well, we're giving a lot of attention uh, nowadays to what we call uh, community transformation, which, as I described, is working with entire communities, uh, you know, again, through the local church, working with entire communities to transform them. Uh, One of the first places I experienced this was in uh, the Philippines, back in 2004 in the Philippines, and now in, in uh, Central America, Guatemala, Nicaragua, in Africa, in Ghana, Malawi, Kenya, uh, you know, in uh, looking to Asia, places like, uh, uh, you know, Vietnam and, of course, the Philippines. So what this is is uh, working alongside the local bishop and his charity staff, which, you know, in the U.S., every diocese has a Catholic charities and Overseas, the same is true, although they usually call it Caritas. So, say, in Guatemala, you know, we work with the uh, bishop there uh, in the Diocese of Santa Rosa de Lima, and we work with his uh, outreach called Caritas. And so over the years, we've provided assistance for them to build, you know, about 80 or 90 houses for people living in really bad shacks. And now uh, water supply for these villages that don't have any source of clean water. And uh, people get sick from contaminated water. And 
So every year they put in a new well and and uh, they mobilize organize the people to dig all the trenches for all the pipes. So that everybody has a pipe to their house with a faucet in their house. And so, but when I say a spiritual foundation, in that case, what it means is in that diocese they have one thousand two hundred home groups that meet every week. They pray together. They uh, discuss the scripture passages for the Mass together. Uh, They pray for one another. And then they discuss how they can uh, share their faith and help the poor in their own community or neighborhood. And so when it comes time to organize, you know, to say to dig all these trenches for pipes, they know all the people. You know, they, they visited them in their homes. They are seen as leaders in their community, and the bishop devotes a lot of attention and time to training the 2,000 leaders who lead these groups. And so, you know, they are the ones that are kind of leading the way and give a fabulous witness, you know, to the love of God and to the presence of the Church. And, of course, today we're focusing a lot on Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And... I think we'll pause here, Jim. We're with Jim Kavnar from Cross Catholic Outreach. Uh, you're listening to Father Randall Kazel from the Church of St. Michael in Pine Island. Stay with us. We'll be back with more from Jim after the break. Where else do you have a consistent moral teaching? Where else do you go for that? Um, Our teaching is based on the truths of the gospel, the teachings of Jesus Christ. They're based on the natural law of who we are by the Creator. And it's a consistent vision and truth about the human person. It's all based in the dignity and worth of human beings. So whatever aspect we're looking at, it's a better life when we're talking about an unborn child, yes, a child that has special needs. Those are gifts. And parents who have raised children in that have shared with me the beauty that has come about in their life by embracing that child. You know, the Catholic Church believes the importance of marriage, and we defend marriage. We defend the term gender. God has made us male and female. There's a beauty to that. I'm Father Richard Kunst with a Papal Minute. In January of 1984, the cover of Time magazine showed an image of John Paul II visiting his would-be assassin, Mahet Aliaka, in his prison cell. The whole world was shocked at the idea of the Pope going to visit the man who a couple of years earlier tried to kill him. It was a story of heroic forgiveness few could imagine. But the forgiving of Aliaka was only half of the story. In fact, it wasn't even the most important part of the story at all. The primary reason John Paul went to see his assailant was not to grant forgiveness, but to seek it. The Pope had harbored anger over the assassination attempt, so he went to visit Aliaka in prison to ask him for his forgiveness, even to the shock of the gunman himself. Aka obliged. This has been Father Richard Kunst with the Papal Minute. To learn more, visit papalartifacts.com. That's papalartifacts.com. This is Father Richard Kunst. If you enjoyed this Papal Minute, 
You'll want to see the Papal Artifacts Collection on display here in Duluth, Minnesota, August 19th through 21st this summer, 2022. For more information, go to VaticanUnveiled.com. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to Real Presence Radio Live. You're listening to Father Randall Kiesel broadcasting live from the Church of St. Michael in Pine Island, Minnesota. Thank you for being with us. We have with us Jim Kavnar from Cross Catholic Outreach. And Jim, thanks for being with us to share about your important ministry. Well, I'm glad to be with you, Father. Thank you for the invitation. You're welcome. And just before we went to break, you just were mentioning that you're doing some important work in the Ukraine right now. Can you share with us more uh, about what you see and what the picture there is? I can. And uh, just as we do in all of the rest of our work, once again, we're working through you know the local church or through organizations that are there on the ground in the midst of it. So rather than try to send Americans over there to do something, we're trying to empower the local church. Uh, the situation, as almost all of us know from what we see on TV, is just absolutely terrible. One of the organizations we work with is called Caritas and Veritate, which is Latin for Charity and Truth, mm-hmm. which was the title of uh, Pope Benedict's second encyclical, Charity and Truth. And... Uh, the head of it is uh, named uh, Henry Capello, and we've been members of this organization. It's an organization of Catholic charities like us that's international. And since it started back in about 2012, we've been members of it. And Henry's been there, and the, he's been, he'd been there before and had been to Poland many times. Uh, he lives in Phoenix, but he's. Uh, but anyway, he has been. Uh, reporting back to us, sending us photographs and videos and text messages. He described it, I mean, he's been in war zones elsewhere, Iraq, he's been in villages, Maronite villages in Iraq that were destroyed by Islamic State, and he said this is the worst atrocity he's ever seen. It's just sheer destruction. You've got six million refugees that have left the country, a lot in Poland. You've got eight million people in the in Ukraine, who, who are displaced from their homes and apartments that have been destroyed. And so they're, you know, flooding into the churches looking for help. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, for example, one of the groups that we're helping to respond is a parish about 10 miles from the border of Ukraine and Poland. And it's somebody that uh, Henry and Caritas and Veritate have known for many years. And uh, he's done retreats with them and conferences for youth and things like this. And uh, Father Adam there says that they're just flooded with refugees. They, they come across the border and they go to the churches looking for help. And so, you know, we're not the Red Cross. We, we can't operate on that scale. But through people like Henry, we can, uh, we can really provide aid person to person. You know, and, and so in Poland... Uh, you know, where all these refugees are, it's uh, providing food and water and baby formula. Uh, how's that for a joke? <laughs> We're yeah. providing right. baby formula. They wow. are purchased locally, by the way. Blankets, okay. sanitary kits. And uh, you know, we're also working uh, with uh, the Vatican. 
Uh, we're a Vatican-recognized charity, and actually my direct report in the Church is to a cardinal in the Vatican. But uh, we're working with uh, Cardinal Conrad Kajewski. He's called the Papal Almoner. I mean, the, okay. the one who gives alms on behalf of the Pope. And you okay. might remember when Francis became Pope, he sent somebody out, you know, to the uh, streets around the Vatican and yes. uh, St. Peter's, you know, to help the homeless. Well, this is a guy he sent, a cardinal. And sure. he set up, you know, help for them, showers and things. Well, he asked the cardinal to bring the Church's help to Ukraine. And so since we've been in touch with him, a couple of, in fact, a couple of the priests who uh, worked for us were over there and uh, spent some time visiting with him right before he personally took two ambulances into Ukraine and uh, into Kiev, the capital, and Lviv, which is a city uh, close on the western side, closer to the Polish border. He actually drove some of them, the ambulances, and he went in and we you know, we've been providing assistance to him for expanding his aid into Ukraine. And so he's back in Rome at the moment, but he's going to be going back shortly, uh, bringing more assistance. You know, it's food and clothing, but also generators and these ambulances. Generators, because the war has destroyed a lot of the infrastructure for power. So, you know, hospitals, medical facilities need generators. People need it. So Mm -hmm. he's He's one of the people that we're uh, working directly with. So he sends us messages and photos as he's in the countries and uh, keeps us in touch. And uh, Henry, Henry, the one from uh, Caritas and Veritate, who's been over there uh, since April, back briefly, and then he's going back next week. And uh, he, he described it as uh, all these war zones he's been, he says, this is an absolute atrocity by hmm. comparison. And, uh, but again, he's there on the ground, he has these long-term relationships, and we're providing help for, you know, in a place called Lutska and Struga, which are closer on the western side, a little bit more, and Nova Ushesa, another town, and he also, uh, through help that we and others have given him, have been able to purchase two additional ambulances, which he's taking into those two towns. Mm-hmm. So we get we get text messages from them. We get uh, we talk to them via uh, WhatsApp, which is a you know web based telephone that you can talk. So we're being kept in touch, and uh, we're continuing to support those efforts. So we we may not be the Red Cross on that scale, but what we're doing for the the people is person to person, people mm-hmm. that we know and that we're in touch with, helping people that they see, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, Jim, if any of our listeners would like to help with this aid or offer their aid through Cross Catholic Outreach, is there any way that our listeners could assist you or assist the work of Cross Catholic Outreach? Sure, they could go to our website. If you go to crosscatholic.org slash Ukraine, they'll take you right to the section of our website that has all that information about Ukraine and photos of some of the people I've just been talking about and a few of the photos they sent us. And uh, so that's crosscatholicoutreach.org slash Ukraine. And 
we'll, we're going to try to start posting more photos there to kind of keep people up to date on what we're receiving, you know, from the field. But we've, you know, we've provided about a quarter million dollars in aid, and we hope it'll be up to a million or maybe two million by the time we're done. And mm-hmm. uh, we have a special fund just for this, and a, a, what people give to that fund, we'll be sending, you know, uh, by wire transfer, you know, directly to the people there that we're working with to give them the funds that they need to, you know, help those that they're caring for. Mm-hmm. And and is there any urgent need that you know of at this time, or are you able to provide with what you can? I know your the resources are limited, but is there anything that you see there's a need that you're not able to provide that you hope to? Well, another ambulance is, has been requested, uh, you know, to be purchased in Poland, so we're trying to raise money for that. Also, that priest I told you about, who's the pastor of a parish about 10 miles from the border, and, and he's in Poland, and mm-hmm. he's had all these people, you know, kind of flooding in, you know, seeking help. And uh, he's been asking for two small vans to evacuate people and delivery vans to get food into areas of most need. And we're talking about into Poland. So we're trying to help him uh, you know, purchase those two small vans and the delivery uh, truck to deliver food and things like that. Here's an interesting thing. One of the needs that they have is cash to buy gas for the car. Because uh-huh. just like here, gas prices have skyrocketed. And right. so, you know, and uh, we're, and he also needs emergency cooking you know, uh, facilities, pots and pans and things to cook more food because they need to be able to, uh, you know, respond to all these evacuees who have left, you know, and come into Poland and are there and have come to the church, and the church mm-hmm. is making a great response. We're also oh. helping uh, the Archdiocese of Shemishul. I don't know if I've said that right. It's the best I can do. <laughs> They're yep. very close to the. They're in Poland, close to the border as well, and they've got right now 620 refugees that they're housing and providing food, shelter, trauma therapy, etc. So mm-hmm. it's people, people in need. Yeah. Well, Jim, our time together here is winding down. We're almost out of time, and I thank you for being there. And dear listeners out there, uh, please go to Cross Catholic. Dot org and slash Ukraine to hear how you can do or learn how you can do more. Uh, Jim, thank you so much for being with us, and we will keep praying for the work of cross Catholic outreach, especially in, in the Ukraine. And we turn this back really to Eli back at the studio in Fargo. Hey, thanks, Father. Great show today. Got another good one coming up tomorrow morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, here on the Real Presence Radio Network. That's hosted by Chris Euler and Dominic King, coming to you live from Ron Colley High School in Aberdeen, South Dakota. They'll visit with Bob Rowers about how the Moorhead Knights of Columbus are raising funds for their local St. Vincent de Paul Society. Plus, Father Tim Smith of the Diocese of Sioux Falls will join us to help us get to know the church's newest beatified saint in the making. All this and so much more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live. That's Tuesday morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, here on the Real Presence Radio Network. Right back to you. Thank you, Eli. And Jim, are you still with us? And so we thank uh, Jim Kavnar from Cross Catholic Outreach, who shared with us so much information on the dire need in the Ukraine. It, 
in our time here in the United States and the time in which we live, things are uh, seem to be relatively peaceful, relatively at ease. You know, we all have difficulties and, and troubles, but it's just nothing compared uh, to what the Ukrainian people have had to experience here of late. And then uh, also the 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 Polish people, especially those along the border with Ukraine, how they've uh, been called upon by our Lord and by Providence here to receive people coming from the Ukraine to help them to figure out ways in which they can practice charity. And uh, we might call it a, a kind of uh, surprise, probably for many of them. Uh, but if we can imagine that, what, how they're responding and what they're doing, our efforts here, especially prayer for them and asking for the help of heaven, the good angels, to facilitate peace in that area of the world and to bring an end to the conflict, uh, but also to make a time of struggle and difficulty for so many in that area of the world uh, to be peaceful, to, ha- to find blessings, to see where and how God will manifest his goodness and his surprises. Uh, each one of us can do a, a little something, even if it's prayer, perhaps some sacrifice as well. Well, we're nearing the end of our show here this morning. Uh, this is Father Randall Keyes from the Church of St. Michael, Pine Island. Thank you for being with us. Uh, you are able to hear any of these uh, segments going back uh, on realpresenceradio.com. They'll be posted uh, on their archive at, there at the website here after a few hours. And so I want to encourage you then to continue the path of faith and love in our Lord. Continue to pray for the blessings of those men who will be ordained to the priesthood here this spring. And as a final conclusion, I offer you my blessing. The Lord be with you. And through the intercession of Mary, the Immaculate Conception, St. Joseph, St. Michael, and all your guardian angels, may our good Lord and his merciful love show you his blessing and peace in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. And have a great day, everybody, and a great week. Bye for now. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.